Hi, everyone. It's been a while. So sorry I took a short break, but I'm back. The wine has been poured. The lotion has been slathered. The lights are turned down low. And I'm in bed. Come snuggle with me. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation about orientation. Let's talk about relationships and how sexual orientation affects those relationships. And then let's talk about different relationship types. Are you polyamorous? Are you monogamous? Am I? Let's discuss. So the other day I was on FetLife, like I always am perusing around, looking for things, just whatever, you know. I usually find myself looking at a woman's page. There's a few things that happen when I look at a woman's page. I mean, I am, I suppose, uh, interested in women. I find lots of women beautiful. I think tits are the tits. I love asses. I think pussies are extremely pretty. But I find that I haven't had that much experience with women. One thing is women are fucking difficult. And and I don't mean that in a way that like men mean it when they say it, you know. I mean that in the sense of like they're hard to read. I've had some of the worst experiences hitting on people with women because either I'm way too aggressive or I'm way too respectful and like they'll never know that I'm interested in something sexual. It's a complicated line to walk because as a woman, I understand what it's like to be hit on by people you're not interested in. I totally get what it's like to be badgered and nagged into doing something you don't want to do. And I don't ever want to associate my existence with somebody you know, into those two categories. I would like for people to enjoy my, enjoy my presence in my space and I want them to feel comfortable and confident with me. So it's a little bit of a difficult turn of events, but I still try, you know, I still, at the very least, I tell women how beautiful they are and I call them pretty and I I tell them how I feel about them openly and honestly. There are women in my life who I absolutely love, who I would die without, who I've confessed that if they had penises, because God damn it, do I love a good penis. But if they had penises, I would date them in a heartbeat. And I don't mean if they were men. I mean specifically if they had penises and that's it. <laughs> Keep everything else. But yeah, that's that's my deal, you know. Yeah, I was thinking today about my orientation. What exactly am I if I'm attracted to women but mostly interested in men? Is there a category for that? A category does exist. It's called heteroflexible, I suppose. There's a few different terms for it, you know? I guess in my mind, I like tits and I like dick. You know, it really comes down to those two things when it comes to sex and like things like that. When it comes to dating, and I do consider these things separate, I should say. I consider these things separate. 
I think that sex is a human thing. I think that everybody wants to fuck. It's, and I mean, I mean, you know, people of consensual age who know what the fuck they're doing, like who understand what their body is doing and how to go about that safely. I don't mean like teenagers, though. I mean, whatever. The point is, is when your body is mature, when you are a grown person, you want to fuck. It's just what you do. It's a thing. Some call it your biological clock. Some say other things that I can't think of at this moment. But the point is, is that you want to get down and dirty. You want to get your, you want to get touched. You want to get fingered. You want to get blown. You want to get licked. Like it's just, it's a thing, you know, and not everybody, right? There are asexual people, not discounting those folks, but you know, most people who are not asexual want to be touched and felt and fucked and, and want to feel good. And I don't think that gender should have an effect on that. Like, I don't think that I should have to label what I like if if it's only sexual. Let, let me sort of break that down. I am a sexual being. I watch all kinds of porn. I'll, I'll, I'll watch straight-up lesbian porn, like three girls going at it, fingers, toys, mouths, all of it. And I'll come and I'll go to sleep like like a baby, like just right right afterwards. Might not even close the computer, you know. But um, I don't think I could ever really date a woman. And I'm not sure why. I think I've, I've thought about it a little bit, but I think it's mostly about the energies, you know. The, I love women. There was a time in my life where I didn't have many women in my life. Like I have an older sister and I love her to death, but she's 10 years older than me. So... There was a, a period of my life where I really just kind of didn't have women to look up to and, and women to be around when I needed them. Now, I did have friends and my friends were close and that was nice, but it was never like, I don't know, it was it was just never very uh, consistent, I'll say. You know, I, I didn't feel like I had somebody around that I could tell absolutely everything to that was female. Now, that changed, right? Like, that was something that I grew up, I grew up with, you know, closer to my brothers because they were in closer in age. And I thought I was a tomboy, right? Mostly because I had a, I struggled with my femininity. This is like a way less sexy episode, I guess. <laughs> but I struggled with my femininity. I was a bigger girl. Like, even though my tits are huge and they've been huge since I was like eight, my body was very curvy. But I was dealing with my own view of femininity. And because I was a bigger person, I felt like I wasn't feminine. So I really leaned hard into being a tomboy. I played sports. I wore my brother's clothes because my mom didn't buy me clothes of my own, um, you know, to combat my fatness. And I, um, I just, I focused really hard on trying to be athletic, interesting, smart. Like I was really good in school. I didn't really want to focus on being feminine. I figured none of the boys liked me anyway. Like, it was like a whole weird thing. Once I started to have more women in my life, it was, it, things changed, you know? I started caring about how I looked. I started dressing in a way that made sense. And this was about college. I I went through, like, a series of masculine friends and 
being in a group of all guys. And then I went to college and I was like, oh shit, girls are actually amazing. And they have a viewpoint that I need in my life, that I need for these situations with men and with other women and in my work life and all in school, you know, things I was, you know, just perspectives that I needed. So I, I started hanging out with more women and getting closer to women and it was really great. I love women, but, and their energies complement mine all the time. Like we are close and lots of women, I think my, my, my top five best friends are just straight up women that I love, but couldn't date a woman. And I've thought about it deeply because I mean, how much better? (laughs) Not that I don't love men. I do love men. I love penises. I love their energy. I love everything. But you know, sometimes men seem complicated in the sense that with when it comes to emotional maturity and when it comes to understanding me or listening or like, you know, figuring out how they feel and communicating that semi-clearly, like those things were complicated, you know? So it's like, man, I wish I could, there's a part of me that was like, I wish I could date a woman. Like, I wish I could just like buckle down and like make out with my friend and like go on a date and like get fingered and finger her. Everybody comes and we're good. Like I wish that was a thing for me, but it isn't. There's something about the male energy that I love, that I like to poke, like a primal draw. It's like, It's like when I see a man that I'm attracted to. Okay, let me set the let me set the mood. <laughs> like, I mean, me, like I, I remember when I was I don't know a little like in college and we were at a at a college party and there was this it was you know obviously a little musty because there's a bunch of people it was very uh, smoky you know the lights were cute and you know not you know, music playing in the background and this guy walks in and like the air leaves the room. There's something about him that was mysterious. He had tattoos, you know, he was douchey looking, but he also looked like he read books. I don't know. There was something about him, his smell, his pheromones. I, it's like an instant attraction. And I don't, I don't have that with women. It's like a primal, a primal draw that makes me want to, to please. It's very strange. Um, I'm sure it's not as strange as I think it is, but yeah. Um, I don't get that with women. Now, do I, do I see beautiful women? Absolutely. Do they, do they appeal to me? Absolutely. Do I love nipples? Yes. I love them. Put them in my mouth and around my face, like just all over the place. I love tits. They're great. But yeah, I don't think I could ever date a woman. I think I need that male masculinity. Obviously, that's all male, but whatever. Like, I need that in my life to sort of. I don't. I don't know what it what it does. It just balances me out. I think that's what it is. I'm very emotional, and not all the time. I I think I I know how to compartmentalize my emotions a little bit, but. There are times when when things get very difficult, they bleed together and I just become an emotional thing. I'm an empath, so that's also a thing. I can pick up on how other people feel and sometimes those feelings affect my feelings and I just, I need that balance of like 
somebody curtail just like cutting through it and being more clear about certain things and you know yeah I'm not sure if that's actually if that's like just male energy but it's definitely what I consider in my mind more masculine and I do think that there's a, probably a better way to explain that but guys it's 1:30 in the morning you know what I mean you know and I'm a little drunk we're just we're just going to do what we can anyway I do love women I have kissed women I have snuggled with women I have eaten pussy, I've put nipples in my mouth. And I love all of those things, but only in a sexual sense. So recently, I've been sort of trying to dive more into, (laughs) dive, you know, because of pussies being basically caverns. I've been trying to dive into pussies. Like, let me experiment more with women because I do love how they smell and how they feel. Soft skin, super sweet, um, smells and scents, you know what I mean? Just, just a whole different experience for men. Not that men don't smell good, just different. So I, I reached out to, to a girl on FetLife, to a few girls, actually. There's a few that I talked to. I'm sorry, I said girls, I mean women. That I, that I talk to, that I flirt with. Some I'm way more vulgar because of how they have approached me or we've approached each other in a vulgar way on our photos or whatever, you know. I'll go on their pictures and I'm like, I don't want to suck on your titties or, you know, whatever. And they're like, they respond kind. Like, they're just like, yeah, I'll suck on your titties too. And I'm like, what? Too bad you live in England, (laughs) ma'am. Anyway, some women who live nearby that I feel like I could actually have a thing with who are in couples or whatnot, those women I feel I have to approach a little bit more cautiously. I would like this to to be a thing. I want this to go a place. I want to meet up with them and their possible boyfriends probably or whomever. I want to be a unicorn. You know, I want to get in there, see a little, you know, feel around, see what it's like. Uh, you know, make somebody come with my fingers. That would be fun. Something I've never done. And so that's currently a part of my journey. That's what I'm working on currently. I, I was in talks with a couple of couples a couple of couples, um, looking for some fun and looking for a woman to please. Mostly because, I don't know, it's just something, I, I'm one of those people that wants to be able to do all the things. I want to look at a look at a woman and, and, and just talk to her with confidence, knowing that I can make her come and I can make her have an amazing orgasm, you know, multiple in a row, you know, all those things. I feel that urge. And so I don't know if that's more about my pride or if that's, you know, my ego or if that's because I just essentially want to have this fun with women. I also have this fantasy, okay? This fantasy is basic as fuck, guys. It's the most basic fantasy I have, but I have this fantasy that I'm at this slumber party with just like one, maybe two other girls, maybe like three, but like mostly just me and another woman in in general. And there isn't a specific type of woman except like she's not like a certain race. She doesn't have a certain hair color, but she's curvy and she's cute and bubbly 
and we're in bed, but we're like, you know, clothed because this is a slumber party, guys. And we didn't know that it was going to be naughty. We're just talking and sharing and like braiding each other's hair and snuggling a little bit. And then out of nowhere, we're kissing and we're touching and gasping. I don't, I don't know why the gasping is so important, but it's just like little gasps and giggles and suddenly fingers and mouths and kisses and nipples and we're just all asses and elbows like I can't get that out of my mind it's been a couple years now that I've been thinking about it and then you know as I've grown older and I'm not sure if it's because I'm just becoming hornier because you know, I'm 30 and that was like that's the thing right you become 30 year old woman and suddenly your body goes into hyperdrive but I look at women and look at photos, like pictures of Rihanna, like all kinds of things. And suddenly my body is reacting in a way that it never really has before. Not that I haven't ever been attracted to women, but it's never been a physical reaction. Like I said in college, that boy walked in and like all the air left the room. I've never felt like that about women until recently. Recently, it's been like, oh, I totally want to talk to that woman and I want to get to know her and I want to put my tongue all over her pussy. Like, I, I don't know what happened. And then I realized that sexuality is not, it's not one thing or another. Just because I want to lick this chick's pussy does not mean I'm a bisexual. Doesn't mean anything really until I actually do it, right? Because fantasies are fantasies. Your brain is like a beast and there's all these different sections and you sometimes you don't even really know what's real and what isn't so my goal for this journey for this portion of my journey is to play with as many people as possible and to really understand me myself what I truly want like I said, I'm going to play with some couples. I want to see if that dynamic works. Should I be in a throuple? Should I be in a triad? Is that something I need or or want? Do I like or enjoy having more than one partner? Like on a consistent basis. And that's another thing that brings me to the polyamory and, and monogamy thing. It's a huge deal in kink. Actually, it's a huge deal in relationships right now. The polyamorous thing is very, very popular. And... I don't mean that in a bad way. Lots of people are realizing that they don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, that they really want and need connections with other people to to really grow and and, and to be who they want to be. I, I support all of that. But me, myself, I'm a monogamous person. I realized this in the last couple of years. It's not like I don't want to have group fun. I'm totally down for that. Physically, I think we should be able to have all the fun that we want. I think that sex, again, is sometimes just fucking sex. Sometimes you just want a finger in your ass. Sometimes you just want to come. Sometimes you really, you just need to just fuck something or get fucked. You know what I mean? Like, it's just physical. So that's fine. But monogamy to me is emotional. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to be emotionally connected to every person I meet. That sounds ridiculous, but I'm just saying like, I don't even want to have those connections with more than one person. I don't want to, I, I think about it and it's like tedious. I have friends who are polyamorous and oh my God, they spend so much time talking on their phones and texting because they have all these different emotional systems to deal with. That's what humans are. Humans are emotional systems. 
and they have so many different ones because they're dating two to three people, you know, and two to three people are completely different. And on one day, you know, one person is having a great day, but the other person is not having a great day. So you have to adjust and jump between and all kinds of things. And hopefully all your partners get along, right? So then it's not just you. Sometimes, you know, you can you can shoulder that responsibility with somebody else, but oh my goodness, it's just, it's just not for me. I've, I have a lot of friends and sometimes it's hard even juggling them, you know, just being able to talk to them all at once and anybody who's having a bad day versus another person. And I can't imagine having that expectation on me on a daily basis. So my emotional monogamy has to be with one person and that's it. I mean, obviously that was redundant because I said emotional monogamy, but you get what I mean, guys, it's late and drunk, but, um, yeah, that's the deal. You know, I want one person to connect with, to really connect with in a way where I tell them my secrets and my darkest fears and all of my insecurities that I haven't already told you guys, Wow, but everything. And until I find that, you know, I'll keep those pieces of myself to myself, but I have nothing against polyamory. I think that if you love, if you need to love a certain way to be happy, then you should do that. As long as everybody is understanding, everybody's clear, everybody involved knows what's going on and, and has their place and, and is happy, then do you, you know, live your life. Life is short. Life is so short. And, you know, your sex drive is only going to last for a certain amount of time. I mean, that's, that's, that's not going for everybody because some people, man, they be fucking in there. You know, it's elderly people just having sex, like, thank God for lube. But the drive that I have right now as a 31-year-old woman is not going to be the same in 20 years. And I don't, I don't want to waste it. I want to have as much fun as possible. I want to get this journey down. So I have some dates with couples. I also started fucking a 21-year-old. It's been an interesting month, guys. It's been interesting. Been busy. Those holidays really set me off. And now we're on the brink of a new year. And I'm excited to, to jump into my new journey. Now, I do want to say that getting involved with couples as a unicorn, that's what they call women who want to, well, maybe not just women, right? Just partners who want to come in as a fun third. It's difficult, guys. Don't go thinking it's easy because it's not. It's all about communication. You really need to go in there, understanding everybody's needs, having a good conversation, maybe meeting first for dinner or something, coffee, before you have sex with these people because it's tough. You know, sometimes couples are, are looking for a way through and sometimes they think that inviting a third might do that. And sometimes they can be a little insensitive because people are people who are emotional systems. We're all emotional. And sex can be emotional. And again, like I've mentioned before, I don't mean romantically. I mean, in general, you're vulnerable with these people. You want to be safe. You want to be comfortable. So go out first and hang out, get to know them a little bit, chat, Talk to everybody involved. Get a group chat going. Throw some sexual euphemism, euphemisms in there. Get some double entendres going and feel your way out. That's what I'm doing now. Hoping I'll have some uh, 
big titties in my face in a couple weeks with her boyfriend watching in a corner, possibly to join. And uh, hopefully I can definitely get back to you guys. Hopefully I can definitely get back to you guys and tell you what that's all about, how that went for me. But yeah, I just wanted to pop in and let you guys know that the holidays have been interesting, but the new year will be great. And I wanted to invite you guys on your on my journey, you know, with me, but like on your own, like, you know, maybe do that thing you've always wanted to try. I mean, obviously it's a new year and these are new year, new year resolutions and all these things, which I'm going to go over a couple of my own, but maybe you guys can get in there too, you know? Do something different. Do something wild and crazy. Go to a sex party or an event. Go to a class about, you know, tying rope or whatever. Just give it a shot. You never know what you're going to be good at, what you're going to love, what you're going to want to take home to the missus or the mister or both. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm going to go over some of my New Year's resolutions since we're almost there. One, I want to be more open about how I feel about certain situations. I find that a lot of my a lot of my issues with the sexual with sexual situations is that I, I'm a pleaser. I'm quite the pleaser, obviously. I'm 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 a submissive as well. And that is kind of plays into it. But I'm a pleaser. I I want everyone to have a good time. And sometimes I'll push that past my own limits. And I need to be able to stand in my limit, at my border, at my boundary, and stand firm. That is a huge deal for me. And I'm going to make sure I do that more in 2020. I'm also going to make sure I take more risks. I feel like I do. I do. I'm a little risque, you know, but I want to, I want to, I mean, calculated risks, guys. I don't mean like condomless sex, though. Whew, condomless sex is amazing. Anyway, don't do it. Uh, wear condoms all the time. Um, but um, yeah, I'm going to take more risks as far as like trying new things, really getting out there, going to more events, trying to meet people in events, not just sexual events, but non-sexual events and getting to know people and really like diving into the community in a positive way. So that's my, those are my two resolutions. I'm thinking about, do I have a third? I guess for the third, I think is I will just go for it. Okay. When I see somebody that I like, I'm going to be clear. I'm going to be concise. And if they're not interested, I'm going to take that as a no, like in any way. Right. I think what I call it, is um it's like a phrase it's like either it's a fuck yes or it's a no it's all it's like consent as well it's like obviously if somebody is interested and they want to be there with you they want to do those things and you're gonna know because the consent will be eager it will be overwhelming how interested and horny and hot they are for you and that's what I want I want somebody who wants to meet I'm not going to be having conversations with people for two years trying to figure out if they're interested in me it's going to be a fuck yes, or it's going to be a no. Those choices are mine. I can walk away from things whenever I like, as long as I make the decision to do so. And that is my third resolution. Those are my third, that's my third kink resolution. My 
kinky resolutions. <laughs> I'm going to do my best this year to have fun, to, to put myself in situations I may not have been in previously, and to tell you guys all about it. I want you guys to hear all about my kinky, weird sex times. Mm. <laughs> I really am excited to continue my journey and tell you guys all about it. Thank you for joining me on our talk today, on our journey. You know, just one more day of being a big black girl in a small kink world. But this has been Nisi. And now I'm going to cuddle up and go to sleep. Thanks for joining. Have a good night.